Welcome to Tavern Talk on the Hot Eights Network, where a bunch of us nerdy idiots talk about all things Dungeons and Dragons. So get an ale, get an elven wine, or a seaweed martini, and join the conversation. So again, you don't have to tell me or nothing or whatever. But I have a prediction about Drellin that he's, as you said, a little bit fundamentally a good dude. And he's got things in his backstory which he might not have told us yet. And I think because of this connection you've got with like Griffley and you see you fucking love Griffley, as we all did, and I think you're gonna go down some kind of path which aims at resurrection type powers mm. and I don't know if you are going to get them or if you're going to hunt someone out who's got them but I think that you've got someone in your backstory that you want to resurrect um, I just don't know who or there's something to do with Daywind's family and you want to like like, you know more than that Jesus. was a big bomb drop last session like, as well, and that think, changed the story completely. I think like, you yeah. know more than Daywind does, and I think yeah. you want to help her somehow, but she doesn't know how. You know? Yeah, I mean, Drellin's definitely been keeping, you know, he knows his true family. Yeah. And, you know, he knew that Daywind is part of his true family, you know, along the way he sort of discovered that. But, like, <clears throat> yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it's kind of going that way. Like, you don't have to confirm anything, but but have you thought ahead? Have you thought of, like, a, long, a long-term story for Drevin? Uh I think sort of more medium-term, like, definitely Vengeance is his prime sort of mover uh, at the moment for, for Drevin, but with the recent sort of, um, you know, reveals about his backstory and stuff, maybe that'll kind of bring more... As you say, like things from his past into the present, and mm. start like sort of influencing how he thinks about you know his relationship to the party and mm. you know Griffley's death and. Well, that was like his that. thing when we found him, wasn't it? He was basically a lone wolf. Mm. He was. He was. He was that classic archetype of like. I fend for myself and yeah. you know like I've got no family I've got no friends he was that guy yeah. whereas I feel like and the more we progress he's less that and he's more like wait a minute I have my family are right here and they're my friends and you know this is what I mean I think like you're gonna with Drellin you're gonna take that movement into like either I can help these guys out such as Daywin or they can help me out. Mm. So, like, I think you might end up in a couple months' time, game like game time. I think you might end up like asking for some kind of favor from us. Um, like, okay, guys, I told you half my backstory, but by the way, there's this thing. It's in this location, and fucking, I can't do it alone. You're my best friends, and I need you. Like, I think maybe that's coming up in the future. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's my prediction. You don't do not predict, do not confirm anything for me because I like surprises. I love them. But I just want you to you know, know where I was yeah. thinking about from an outside perspective. No, it's good. It's good to um, hear your theories because mm. 
I know when I first created Drelin, he didn't have any backstory, and it wasn't until Sai sort of um, sort of pressed me on it that I kind of fleshed out his uh, proper backstory. I mean, you know, throughout the first season, if we're calling it that, you know, like I was, I was thinking about, you know, the loose kind of threads of how he ended up meeting the, the gang and stuff like that. And like I had this idea that you know he stole his father's sword and stuff like that, and it didn't really go much further than that until like um, you know a few sessions in, and I started thinking about it in my head. And then when Sai pressed me on it before we um, started part two, um, you know that's when you know the proper actually actual ideas came to light. That, so know, so if you had that family backstory mm. for you and Daywin since like we started recording the podcast basically not, yeah. not well a few episodes yeah I think it was more like um, <laughs> you know he, he definitely had noble blood ah, and okay. he definitely knew that you know he was a bastard son and yeah. that he you know got into it shit ton of trouble and had to try and get himself out of that situation but that was when like size ideas kind of came along and like kind of sort of meshed it together a bit better into like the overall story you know like he took my ideas and like wove them into a proper right. story story interesting yeah. it's nice when a plan comes together yeah you know what I mean I think you've been thinking about it for years yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely no. like a you know collaborative effort isn't it when it comes to like long term oh yeah well I, I feel like a DM's always got to work with the players yeah. and if like I make an interesting story that you like, you're like, do you know what, I'm on board with this. Like, if you said to me, like, nah, I don't, I don't feel that is fucking whatever, I'd be like, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna change it up. I'll, I'll do this instead. Mm. What about this? What about this? What about this? And I've got a hundred ideas to play with any character ever. But I feel like what we did with Drellin and Daewoo, like, this, the episodes have been, it's gonna get released. It was like, It'll probably be, end up being like episode 32 or something. Yeah, like, it about, was probably like, about 10 episodes. Yeah, it was like, what the f- And I feel like it was like one of those episodes, like even like you and uh, you, Arthur and Darwin, yeah, was like, it what shook the us. fuck? And it was like, <laughs> that's the shock that you want as a DM. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Even now, you talking about what he's going to do. Yeah. Like, I know yeah, you get where he's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I know his backstory and like where it's going. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't even know his backstory. Does he? Yeah, yeah. Does he know where it's going? And you guessing it, and it's like it's like. Do you know what? That's great. a good fucking point. You know, because I have um, like this is this is straight up advice for DMs. I have a document um, which basically is the characters, their backstory, and I've got it in two colours. I've got it in green and in red. In green is what you guys know about your backstory and what you've told me about and what we've worked together about. Oh. In red is the shit that you don't know about. That's clever. And stuff that I've kind of done separately or, you know, things like you were talking about, like linking backstories and all that shit. So I quickly refresh um, and my own memory um, when we're doing things like discussing character mm-hmm. development or whatever, just so I can plan and just not forget about all the shit I've got planned, you know? So DMs, that one's for free for you. Have a backstory document for your players, make sure it's got what they do know and what they don't know in there. And if you include like an info dump on them at some point in the game, 
just change the colour of that thing, you know what I mean? Like, if a person turns up and says, I am your father, well, suddenly that changes from a red sentence into a green one, and it just keeps track of what's what. Okay, so yeah, free advice for you there. That's fucking clever, that. Yeah, man. Yeah, is that yeah. an Excel doc, or is it? Just a Word document. <laughs> yeah, literally just a Word document. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, know, you could optimise your uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. with Microsoft Excel. <laughs> you know, if you use your filters effectively. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or you could code all of it. <laughs> Fuck, coding's my worst nightmare. <laughs> um, you know, I have a slight prediction about Athens' story as well. Oh. I don't think it's true. I don't think it will come true. But like, you know, because I said earlier, like stories like Little Mermaid-esque. Mm. We don't really know why she left the sea. We, we never found that out. Maybe she's a sea racist. Maybe, yeah, it could she be. fucking hates turtles. Yeah, 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 turn around like, is that a fucking <laughs> clam? I hate clams. <laughs> yeah, we, we never found out. You know she's I mean? in the clam, clam, clam. <laughs> she's in the, the clam. Yeah. <laughs> in the clam. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, yeah, we never found out. So it's like I think there's just some. I think there's some juicy detail about that that we don't know yet. And I think that like um, I've got a weird suspicion that her family isn't the family. I don't know what it is, but like you know, she's currently going through this thing, like chasing her family across the continent yeah. or whatever. And I've just got a feeling she's on a wild goose chase. I just think it's a distraction mm. from something else. Yeah, she's. I think she's driving very hard to try and find her family. Which I get. Yeah. I get that. If it's her family. Mm. Who's that? Athens? Yeah, there's some, there's some, Athens, some about Athens that is uh, not adding up. I don't Do you know what it is? I, I, I don't I, think her story is as wholesome as she no. ma- makes it out. No, no. And I get the whole thing like avoiding a tragic backstory or whatever, but, yeah. like, but at the same time, they're juicy. Yeah, you, there's some fucked up shit in Athens past, I think. You know, like an angler fish with the fucking light bulb thing on its head, yeah? I think the light bulb is Athens' mum. She's chasing her mum so hard right now through this like history and word of mouth and all this shit. And I think it's like, you know, I won't let it influence my, my actual gameplay or whatever. This is from a meta perspective. I think it's a trap. I think she's getting fucking led along the path and that the person isn't actually her mum or something else is happening mm. or I just think there's more to it. It's interesting that, isn't it? Mm. That's my theory. But again, I like thinking about these things and I like sitting at the table when we're playing and being like, ooh, is this a trap? Yeah. But I'm thinking like, Ferox probably wouldn't think like that and, no. and I'm not going to turn around to Athen in game and be like, are you really sure I think that this writing in a diary is from your mum? You don't know it. Ferox is just a medieval cop, isn't he? Yeah, pretty much. He's <laughs> a fucking narc. So like, I think I wouldn't do that. I think there's going to be uh, a few spoilers at the end of it. But you don't actually know where you're going. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It will be like, all of you, like, speaking of you tonight, it's great because I'm like, oh, the devil wants to where you're going. And then, like, speak to you and you're like, nah, you don't know shit. <laughs> no, yeah, so no fuck. In one sentence, it's like, shit, have they seen my notes? And then the next one, it's like, yeah, nah, like, nah, nah. Fuck but then, like, there's some bits that you've hit on where it's like, oh, that's a bit, a bit spot on. Like, mm. But you, I know that you've got that on from a character point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I've said to you, I, I definitely need to speak to Ash about stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I will say now, Athen is probably my favourite character in the, the series. Mm, nice, nice. I'm offended, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, um, for, for what she can do and what the build she's built, and she built it. So, like, you always get people that build something that's OP. Oh, mate, like that. I like, literally like, build yeah. someone that's like, oh, do you know what? I'll do this for this, and I'll multi-class this for this, and I'll make them OP. Ash has made a character that's ridiculously strong without realising that she's made someone strong. It was, yeah, yeah. That's that, the and, and, and I took that from the first campaign, and I looked at what she can do from, from there onwards, and I took it and made it into a story. Yeah, okay, cool. Like I, in my head, I, I will always see what a character can do. And I, in my head, I'll, I'll be like, right, this is where the future is going to go. Just, you know, this do you know what's a, a really interesting thought is like, I've never thought about that. I've never thought about using like characters' abilities as backstory. Cause like, it's, oh, yeah. immediately when I mentioned that, I was thinking like, oh my God, when I was a child, Maybe she used the Echo Knight ability to like, you know, we're gonna get really morbid here, to like basically act as her, so it was literally a defense she, mechanism. No, it you know, only has one hit point, remember? I know that, but like, <laughs> is what I mean. Oh, well, she just, can take herself away from this. It situation. was a distraction. <laughs> yeah, it was like she would use the Echo Knight, but because she wanted to escape from her situation or to whatever. To me, I will say now, because it's probably gonna go. Fair out of the way. Oh mate, this is fucking monster. Yeah. Like how godly is it that you could manifest yourself out? Oh somebody? mate, it's crazy. How godly is that? Oh, I've never seen anyone else do it. Yeah. You can literally produce yourself somewhere else that can do exactly the same damage as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like godly experience. Mm. So, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's fucking tough, in fact. She is sick, like. Yeah, and sick. she gets you out of some bad situations yeah. and I've put you in bad situations where she can get you out of it for a reason mm. and you literally take her for granted yeah yeah I'm well aware of that well if it's not Drellin saving our ass it's Athen saving mm-hmm. our ass I'll, I'll totally throw both me and Catty Hells under the bus here we me, we are the most useless members of the party <laughs> you're not she, because you still do fucking decent damage well, we, right? we, yeah but like you know, Ferox acts like big balls all the time because it's his damaged fucking past. He's like, oh, I can do it. Uh, and like, everyone attack me, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's, that's his fucking tactic. And then when he fucking hits the deck, it's like, Daywind's just casting Eldritch Splash left, right, and center, saving her spells for some crazy reason. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you've got Athen doing a million attacks around because of Manifest, uh, in what's it called? Manifest Incarnation or something. Yeah. The Echo Knight ability. And then you've got Drillian fucking rogue in left, right, and center and sneak attacking people whilst simultaneously health potioning me while I'm dead on the floor. It's like. I know, feel like we've got, the we, group is a perfect mix. Like, yeah, I, I as a DM couldn't ask for more of a perfect mix. Because some battles, one person would be like fucking top notch, and then other battles, Another character would be top notch. Well, do you know what? The fucking roles are so weird. Like, I was listening to, I was editing an episode yesterday, and like, you didn't roll over like a fucking seven or something. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> most of the time. I, I, I was like that. For like, 
About two like hours. My dice yeah. roll in hand is like yeah. gone. It's like, it's like, 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 like <laughs> and like in other times, it's like the amount of times I have to add that fucking air horn sound effect, like, <laughs> like nat twenty after nat twenty. It's like, mate, I watched an episode debate. There was five nat twenties in one episode. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck has happened there? Do you know what I do in, in the editing? <laughs> I make it obnoxious as fuck that style. <laughs> do you know what? The worst thing was, I think the fifth time it was like in that 20, it was just me going, meh, meh, meh. There wasn't even any sound effects or anything. It was just like, meh, meh, meh. And it was like a perception roll. <laughs> it was like the most pointless fucking roll you could do. Mm. You need like a sound effect for uh, when someone rolls a hot eight as well. I do, don't I? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, is a hot eight just when like it totals an eight? Yeah, 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 total, total eight, just a Yeah, you need like a little flame or some shit, like, yeah, that'd be a good one, that'd be a good one. <laughs> I, I did do that genty cha cha Oh fuck, from the intro. <laughs> yeah! That'd be sick! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, um, I, I did in like one of the very early episodes, like a fart sound for a nat one. <laughs> it was like a trumpet that went like, <laughs> or something like that. But then I was like, we roll way too many nat ones. Yeah, consistent with that. And it just the same like episode that. where you roll like five nat twenties. There was some other old two nat ones. <laughs> I was like, you're not getting away with it. I wish it was all shit. But like, it's that's what I mean. Like the, the the dice could be the difference between us like being a, a hero in a fight or a total fucking useless. Yeah. But that's the best thing about D and D. Dice yeah, is literally it about D and D. Yeah, yeah. You gotta accept the failures in it. Yeah. Well. I don't know. <laughs>